What she say? 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 Oh wow! What? We're back. With we're back. <laughs> I can't believe we're doing this again. I can't believe we're here again. Wow! Time. I feel bad for everybody who's listening. Um, you know, it's what they deserve. You know, I agree. So, I wish we weren't doing what we're doing today, but we're doing what we're doing today. I think it's a great idea. I mean, it's a great idea if you like aren't me. Can we talk about the Starbucks order that I made you get me this morning? Yeah, I was going to put that in dumb shit that you say, but, like, yeah, we can skip right to that to begin with. Because, like, I have so much dairy inside of my body, I'm, like, mucusing up. Oh, my God. Wait, like, but, like, I feel I, a little strange in my throat right now. Well, I literally, so you're dying, Bia. Okay, so I go to order, I'm, like, really nice, and I'm like, hey, Cam, like, let me pick you up a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, and I was like, send me your order. Nothing. Crickets. Because he doesn't come through. He was like, he just like forgot. I went back to bed. He went back to sleep. This is what he does. He like stares at walls or goes back to sleep. So finally, I'm like, I call back and I'm like, hey, what's your order? And he said, oh, okay, I'll send it to you. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm expecting to get something I can like read. Mm -hmm. Instead, what do I get? You get a multimedia uh, video. Of some random girl. Yeah. No, it was this girl on TikTok, which is this app that's like... We won't get into it. Um, but she was like, this is how you get an Oreo frappe at Starbucks. This is the order. And then it's like a double chocolate chip frappuccino. With white with mocha. With white mocha. Instead of regular mocha. And with then drizzle with, on top. with a drizzle. But like I didn't, I forgot the drizzle because I was like so stressed out because at first they were going to give me a grande, which actually would have been a better idea for you. Yeah, I think there's about a grande left in that. Yeah, because he was drinking it, and that, like when I brought it over, I was like, "How do you not like shit yourself when you drink this?" Because I it's, will. yeah, I mean, it's literally coffee and dairy, like in abundant amounts. Yeah, copiously. I I would die, I would just die. Like it would not. I'm lactose intolerant. Like it would not be for You'd me. You'd have to swallow the whole bottle of lactate pills. I would literally be like on the floor shaking lactate pills into my <laughs> mouth, and then like <laughs> spitting out like occasional pills that were too hard to swallow, raw. <laughs> I'm glad. So, speaking of raw. Yeah. Oh my God. So we have this stack of books that and were like, published by. Um, you don't have to publisher. say who published them. No, they were published by um, a publisher that has like a very strange graphics team. <laughs> They're just like men that are just from like stock photos of like men, stock probably. photos of men, just like. And these are my books, by the way, that I wrote as Riley Parks. Right. These are actual printed books. And they're, like, glossy. They're just very strange. And they're, like, in <laughs> they're in that kind of font that, like, you would get in Word Art in the original, like, um, Microsoft Office. Right. So you hate the covers. Um, as somebody who just appreciates design and just, like, nice things, um, I would officially say that, like, I, I think they're... Um, kind of like a disinterest to you? No, I don't like care. Uh, yeah. yeah, because the books themselves are like, wow, they are bangers. They're bangers. <laughs> they yeah, are no, they bangers. have like a good uh, following. Like I was on tour with you, and you know we were on tour for your other books, your more recent copies. My Taylor and, Saracen. Uh, people were bringing these books with them to get them signed, the older ones. So yeah, 
this is like because they are like okay so the difference between what i write as taylor which is um minus the whole porn thing i write like coming of age novels or i was writing now i'm on to i'm on to the next thing as taylor um but i was writing uh you know coming of age novels but this level um this was back in my like real porny days like this was porn before porn you know so porn before I was actually writing porn so we are going to because Cameron had this great idea that we should read excerpts from my novels and like what is actually really funny is that Cameron is not ready for this I'm not no you have no idea so this one I didn't dog here okay so this is my this is my bop can we get this one is background to this like, okay first yeah. of all, when did you write these how old oh. were your kids okay so my kids were like one and a half probably when I was writing this. Okay, so this is when you were brain rotting in the, in the Oh yeah, this was nursery. like the maternity leave um, porn expedition. And um, like, I know that you, like, you told your husband that like, you're going to do it, but like... Oh, I did not tell him when I was writing these. Oh. Like when I was actually writing these, I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him till I was what, about and to be just, published. Like, books popped up on the counter and he was like, no, no, no. this bitch? When I had to like sign contracts, that's when I like um, was like, hey, um, by the way, I've been writing male male erotica for like during nap time. Did he ever question like, are you into this? Like, is there something? Like... Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. How did that come? Like, did he ever ask like if he, if you expected him to like do oh, anything? Oh, no. He like knew that that was not, that wasn't going to happen. Like that was never, that was never even a question. It was never even a conversation. However, when he asked me, I was like, I love Ian and Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. I just want to understand what love is for them. And I was like, uh, okay, you know. Wow. What an interesting conversation to have in your marriage. Well, that's like, I'm just a very fascinating person. Like, the good thing about being married to so me is... you're saying he expected this? Like, I always keep it fresh. You know what I mean? Like, you never know what's coming down the pike for me. Um, so, I wrote these books. This one was published November 2017. And it's my favorite one. It's called Bleeding Like Me. Um, it actually started as a fan fiction... And then um, I loved it, and I thought, hey, this could like really be a novel. Um, and the original name on the fan fiction world was Wish You Would Bitch. Okay, and just the publisher did not like that. Well, I didn't, I didn't try to sell it as Wish You Would Bitch, because I figured you really had to understand Lil Wayne and like the lyric that I was quoting in mm-hmm. the title to um, understand it. And Bleeding Like Me, I actually am not crazy about the um name of it um i just came up with it quickly because the thing about me bleeding is this the blood porn kink oh there's a little bit of blood but yeah i'll tell you about that in a minute okay (laughs) so um basically these two guys are in rival gangs in the south side of chicago you love chicago well yeah i mean shameless is in chicago so if you think about like where i was getting this background it was like the fan fiction whatever um shameless is the show that i shall not um plug but here we are like cameron monogam like i hate him um about all these fan fictions oh he knows that there's fan fictions like he doesn't know that i like wrote fan fiction like he doesn't know who i am i know but like i did offer him a job like at a porn studio though i mean well, i was I'm like speaking sure on behalf that. of the porn studio um when he was instead of coming back to like shameless 
I can't even get started on how I hate him. We can like talk about that in another, in another. Um... So Do you want to, you can hear about my my me despising Cameron Monaghan in a different podcast. Sure. I'm sure he's going to... I can't wait for you to divulge. Do you think that he's going to listen and be like, wow, this bitch hates me? No. He's, no, he he's will not. like filming for like Hulu or something. Yeah, that's basically it. Hulu, whatever. Um, so... I shouldn't say hate. I should just say like strongly despise. You know? Back to the porn. But he is attractive. You have a little crush. Okay, back to the porn. Okay, whatever. Okay, this is going to really be painful for you. So you asked if it was a blood kink. Yeah. Um, they're in a gang, so, like, they fight. Like, they're in rival gangs. So, like, there's several, like, moments where they, like, fight. And then Evan is the... But it's not the kink where, like... Um, they, like, play with blood? Yeah, where they, like, cut each other while having sex. Because I know that's a thing. Um, no, they don't do that. However, um... They're not upset about the blood. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, they are they don't, like, actively try to draw blood. But if blood does occur, they're, they're like, not. Ooh. Yeah, ooh, we love a little bleeder. Um, something like that. Wow, a blood kink. That's yeah, vampire I know. It's not vampire It's just like, oh, I actually don't know what it is. I can't speak for that community. Oh, it's a community. I don't know. And now we have to, like, do a little research. Yeah. Okay. So do you want to... So Cameron was like, I'll read some little sections of your book. And I'm like, okay, go ahead. But, like, the thing is, is that, like... Where do I start? I don't know. I I just, like, dog-eared where you could, like, start. Just look for words that jump out to you. Huh? You tell me. I don't want to read anything I shouldn't be reading. You you can read all of it. No, we don't have time to read all of it. I know, but... Give me, like, a section. Okay, so, uh... Yeah, this is, like, uh... Yeah, I think. I don't know. Hang on. Here's the problem. I just wanted to, like, okay, I'm talking about how you for a second. Okay. Um, Here, I saw dicks sticking. Oh, if you look, I must say cock at least 500 times in this book, or a thousand. Wait, but the thing is, is that I have to say before Cameron gets started, is that, like, he might, like, do porn, but, like, he is so embarrassed by talking about, like, sex stuff, around me at least. So, Okay. okay, here we go. Bet you want me to throw you around a little bit, too. Okay, they don't... They don't... That's not their voices. Do you want me... You're ruining it. Spank that ass. Spank that ass. Spank that ass. Evan patted Jackson's butt playfully as he began to move up and down Evan's shaft. Shaft. Hmm, yeah. I want it like that. Marbles, get out of my snacks. Marbles is trying... Marbles is Cameron's cat, and he's trying to eat snacks while we're... He's a monster. Okay, moving on. Okay. I got out of the... Uh, okay, but I don't like your voices that you're doing. No, Do you want to hear what they sound like? No. Okay. I'll give it to you however you want. Yeah? Jackson questioned, throwing his head back as he rolled his hips on Evan's dick. Mm. Lost in freedom of it all. He was fucking a guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was fucking a guy. Well, like, he's gay, but like, he was pretty repressed. <laughs> In the bed, he used to share with Tammy. Yeah! Wow. This is like, he had a long-term girlfriend, like, seven years when he was, like, trying not to be gay. Fuck. In and a room that never felt like his own until that moment. Sometimes you just have to fuck a guy to make a room feel like your own. I really like how you're, like, um, 
<laughs> Usually when I see samples of like erotica, it's just very like one chapter is sexual and then one is like a background. Mm-hmm. But no, you're just I throw like, it in everywhere. Like on that dick fucking a guy. <laughs> Where he used to be with Tammy and the room never felt like his own until now. You get it. You get it. Okay, keep going. I think maybe you should skip around. Plan to keep that ass nice and full of my cock. Show you how proud I am. Oh, we love a praise keg. You want that? You want to be so fucking proud. (laughs) (laughs) He's blushing. Wow. Keep going. Why make you feel that way? Jackson arched his back and reached behind him to grab his ankles. Grab onto his ankles. Yes, I see it. I remember. On Evan's cock. Grab. Okay, wait. Okay. He was on. He was on the cock. Archers. You're literally getting up. (laughs) You know what I mean, like. Okay. But like leaning back. All that I've learned from this situation (laughs) is that we're gonna have to go get a pedicure after this. Oh, shut up! I know. I I have like I have like children chasing feet. Leave me alone. Okay, moving on. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Well, this is this isn't bad. It's it's cute. It says like, are you? Oh my cracks. Am I really? Yeah, your cracks. Are you really here? Evan asked, eyes moony. He reached down to intertwine his fingers with Jackson, taking him back when he batted his hand away. He's like, get the fuck off of me. You thought that this was going to be really cute. I was reading it in such a romantic voice. He said, don't get fucking weird. <laughs> so they're fucking. Yeah. And he like grows to grab hands with him. He's like, don't get fucking weird. Yeah. He's like not used to this yet. He has, like, a long way to come. We're not even halfway done. He chided, giving Evan an unimpressed look. Not used to the good shit. Just keep your mouth shut, all right? Wow. Oh, because he's high on cocaine. The good shit. Oh, my God. I thought his cock was the good shit. Yeah, that too. I mean, come on. Wow, okay, I think I'm done with this chapter. Can we go to a different one? Yeah. (laughs) Then we can get into the weird stuff. So... They're like, leave my feet alone. We'll go. We'll go get it done. I know, but I don't have time. Okay, go on. Um, so like, they're fucking, but they're like, this is their first time. Like, they're straight or like, what's the no? Like, so so Jackson's like totally. He was like totally closeted because he's high up in this gang. Like, he like kills people, and like he can't like tell people in his gang that like he likes guys. Is he topping or bottoming? He's a bottom. Wow. Yeah. So he would meet up with people at Humboldt Park, which is like this hookup park in Chicago, and like just like come with like the poppers ready to like get plowed. Wow. And then, but like he couldn't hold hands. Like he's like, that's fucking weird. Yeah, because he's like not used to it yet. But then he like really softens up by the end. You know, like he has to, it's a growth, it's a growth experience for him. Okay. Okay. Well, I'd like you to read a chapter. No. Maybe, you know, you told me that their voice is like Okay, important. I can do their voices, yeah. Okay. Okay, here we go. Um, they kissed their breath away, only coming up for air when Jackson's head got light and fuzzy. Evan licked his lips and pulled down Jackson's sweatpants, stroking his hard cock while he got control of his breathing. Love your cock, Evan complimented, eyes focused on the gleam- glistening beads of pre-cum as they collected on his slit. Think his we ever- slit? Yeah. Like his his baby hole. <laughs> okay. I've well, never heard it called a slit. Well, what would you call it? 
I don't know. Well, you didn't put much thought to it. <laughs> well, let's hear it. Wow. Okay. Okay. Think we ever fucked at MCC? That's where I was locked up too. So they like both were in prison, and they're like, "Did we ever fuck there?" It's a good question. They wouldn't know. Who knows? Jackson. Wait. wait so during this pre-com slit situation, he goes, "Do you think we ever fucked in jail?" Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because they don't remember? Who knows? Listen. Okay. Okay, listen. Jackson laughed, putting his hands behind his head and gazing down at Evan as he was getting jerked off. I remember that. Would have actually been turned on if I fucked you. So, like, he's saying, like, he would have remembered if he fucked it. Oh, so there was a lot of sex, just not a lot of memorable sex. Right. Prison. I don't know. I'm going to have to ask some of my friends that have been in I don't have a lot. I some, that, some that have been in the clink. Yeah. Okay. Um, if I'd fucked you, Evan corrected, swiping his thumb along the tip of Jackson's dick and dragging the sticky, stickiness around the head. Nah, not there, he sighed at the sensation. Always did the fucking. Then we definitely never fucked, Evan laughed. Because Evan's like a strict top. Okay. So, and like Jackson's like, I never like took it in jail. Like when I was in prison, like I only talked. You didn't want to be... You didn't the, want to be the, the bottom. In jail. No. Which is really like a stigma that needs to be reversed. About bottoming in jail. <laughs> bottoming in general. Okay. Like no, it's I not like the, No, it's not like the feminine position, but like I think that in like jail, like if you do that, like that you like are quote unquote making somebody your bitch. Right. If they have bottom for you, but like some people just really enjoy bottoming. Right. You know? Um, uh, never took a cock Goodwin, Jack asked, surprised when Evan shook his head. Not once. Nope. No drugs can get me high enough to bend over and take it up the ass. That's what he's saying, because he's like a strict top. So what do you think's coming? Wow. Does he take it up the ass? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you gotta take it up the ass occasionally. On the, if you're, you know, giving it up the ass all the time, it's like only okay. reciprocal to like... Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? <sighs> I'm already so, like, overwhelmed right now. Why are you overwhelmed? Because of this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here, this is what he calls him. He says, I'll leave all that pleasure for you, Evan said, as he jerked him off again. My bossy bottom. And then Jackson says, you're always saying my, my bossy bottom, my koala cum slut. My koala cum <laughs> Okay. Okay, so he calls him a koala because the way that they cuddle. So he calls him his koala cum slut. So bring me back to the moment when you were writing the line (laughs) koala cum slut. Um, Where were you? What were you thinking? Do you remember? I was probably really drunk. (laughs) Like it's really when like the koala cum slut level of uh, creativity hits. That's like. You know, that's when I'm pretty drunk. I will say, though, like, it did make... It's cute because he likes to, like, cuddle him. So he does, like, a little, like, koala cuddle, which, like, in his sleep. And Jackson's really... Jackson's really, like, you know, repressed. And he, like, he wouldn't, like, want to cuddle a guy. He knocked this guy's hand away, like, several, like, chapters ago. So when he cuddles, he's, like, a little, like, koala. And, like, Evan thinks it's adorable because, like, in his sleep, he can be softer, you know, um, Jackson. And he doesn't have to be so. There's always, like, some kind of psychological element to this. So, like, he calls him his little koala. And, like, a really cute part in it is that, like, Evan... Except when you added 
cum slut. Right. That is the questionable part of this. So, but like the really. Like, I don't think that's the part that I was questioning. Oh, okay. Because like, spoiler alert, but like Evan's a graffiti artist. And like, he ends up like when he's trying to communicate with Jackson, but like not be known that he's communicating with Jackson. He, he writes like, it on a wall? He, 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 um, he does a spray painted koala on a wall so it's like cute like he's like doing this whole thing but like uh, the cum slut part um i really just love alliteration and i was like koala cum slut they both start with the same sound and that is a bop that's a bop (laughs) that's a bop okay so that was great do you want to read any more of this or do you want to move on to the weird shit can we let's move on to the weird shit yeah okay let me explain this to you I, I was got trying a sample to... of this yesterday, and I was really like, wow. Yeah, Cameron's boyfriend was here, and I think that he was like, he was probably like, after I left, he was like, we should not let her back in. <laughs> <laughs> we should keep her out of this um, apartment. So it's a little bit strange, because um, for me, it's kind of, it sounds like sci-fi porn. Right, but it's like not sci-fi as much as like, it is an alternate universe where humans are in these categories of alpha, beta, and omega. So the alphas, mm-hmm. I actually, the first time I read this, um, I read about like a article about this and I got like super nauseous. Like it nauseated I'm me. I'm really nauseous. Do you know how much dairy I had? Right. That's a big problem. Big problem. Um, <laughs> So I hope that you make it through my explanation of alpha, beta, and omega dynamics. Basically, um, alphas, and this is typically all male, okay? Alphas are the quote-unquote tops, and their goal is to, like, impregnate omegas or, like, like, um, mate omegas and have omegas be their, like, constant companion whatever wait so can they actually get pregnant or do they just use it as like a term oh no like omegas legit get pregnant and give birth out of their hole their asshole how often they can get pregnant a lot and omegas are like guys too um because i haven't never read like um there's what is their offspring human they're all human like some alpha beta omega um fictions will like have the people turning into like wolves because like it's really wolf culture i guess to begin with um and then betas are just regular humans but the alphas are you know um basically tops and the omegas are bottoms that can get pregnant but they also have like very like feminine qualities of being able to self-lubricate Okay, let's let's get a sample. I didn't get the most disgusting part yet. Let's get a sample. Okay, but I have to say that like I was never into this. It was more along the lines of like I was in this fandom and they, you know, were saying you should write an ABO, which is Alpha Beta Omega, mm-hmm. because I was like writing for the fandom and I was like, mm, I'll give it a try. So I gave it a try and like evidently I'm I'm a little bit okay at this. You're a hit. I saw the comments on this. Yeah. And they're like, Oh my god, bless you. Bless you. Bless you for coming and writing about this, like, lubricating anal hole. Pregnancy. Pregnant. No, I, I, I'm not writing a male pregnancy. Okay. I'm not writing a birth out I'm of the asshole. that's where you draw the line. <laughs> that's the line. However, I have to tell you about nodding. Uh, yeah. Nodding? This is, nodding. This is what made me nauseous. Okay. 
So alphas cannot and omega, K-N-O-T, not, which basically means that they're in them, penetrating them. And while they're penetrating them, their dick grows like four or five times the regular size and like suctions in like a lock. Okay. And then they pour cum into the omega. So that's how you like get them really pregnant. Because like nodding someone is basically you have to just think of it like think of it as like just cum dump, like just dump, dumping cum, like a sandbox, sandbox. (laughs) bucket of a huge dick where a lot of people, when they write about this, they like to say that you can see the knot coming up through like the rib cage. Okay. Does that make you nauseous? It made me a little nauseous the first time I read it. Wow. Wow. I'm all right. I'm ready to get into this. Okay. So you're going to read this. This is Ian and Mickey because this was for the shameless fandom. Well, I really think it would be great to like have him on a call and read this to him. Who, Cameron Monaghan? Yeah. I I don't like him. Okay. Um, should I start from the beginning? Yeah, I feel like we could start from the beginning. Even if Ian had wanted to ignore the Omega smell, there was no way his senses would let him. While the scent wasn't as strong as those Omegas, Ian had been with. Oh, this, his scent wasn't as strong as the other Omegas, because he's on suppression medication. Mickey. Okay, this is getting deep. <laughs> That's what the knot said. <laughs> as soon as the brunette had buried his, hurried past him, Ian knew he had to follow. He had to taste him. Yeah, they're really into tasting the slick. That's like the male lubrication that comes out of the asshole. So, males self-lubricate. Right, with slick. Well, he didn't want to make it a habit to track down a lay. What is a lay? A lay? Like someone we want to fuck. Okay. Oh, a lay. Track down a lay. There were enough omegas chasing him to not have to seek them out. Yeah, he's like, why am I going to chase the bitch? You know what I mean? He was enticed enough by the aroma to go after him. Okay. So now they have a keen sense of smell. Because it's like Wolfie. Okay. You know? So he's smelling out this boy. Because he's this guy. He like... The problem was, is that, like, Mickey's sister invited, I have, like, I really got, like, a little congestion. how women fit into this? We don't really care about women in this, but, like, in this fic, their alpha betas and omegas, too. But, like, a lot of, there's heterosexual relationships. Oh. They just happen to be homosexual. Okay. Okay, so, wait, the sister invited, like, is having a party, and all of these omegas are coming. Right. to this party and Mickey's annoyed because he's or all these alphas and Mickey's annoyed because he's an omega and being around all the alphas gets him like wet and he doesn't want Just them to smell it yeah he doesn't want them to smell it on him because if they smell it on him then they'll like go after him right and he doesn't want to get like raped and he doesn't want people to know he's like gay so he goes to say he didn't regret it as soon as the omega had let him into the towel strewn bathroom ian had been in that ass that ass that ass he got in that ass savoring that sugary slick this is this uh, male secretion yeah it was more delicious than he'd imagine it would be and he was compelled to consume every consume 
so fucking good. Ian laughed, watching the Omega shoot come on the floor. He's already coming? Wait, Omega the ribbon part. Wait, Omega's come? Like, you could literally tell an Omega and be like, oh my god, you're so good. You're, like, such a good boy. And the Omega will be like... Phew. Like, Omega's come constantly. That's the thing about this universe is that there's nonstop come. It's a mess. Wow, this just sounds, like, unsanitary. It is. Tell me when you're going to come again. I'd like to taste that, too. I'm going to come. <laughs> wow. He, okay. he he said, I want to taste it, too. You get an Omega excited and tap it in. The Omega practically whimpered, gasping when Ian lifted him onto the sink and wrapped his mouth around his dick. Yeah. Ian was impressed by the girth and the length of the Omega's cock. He never really paid much attention to any cock besides his own. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> That's false. It wasn't as though a beta or omega was going to fuck him, so there really wasn't much of a point to a dude having a nice dick. But this guy did. <laughs> and Ian couldn't help but to find it hot. It's hot. He liked how heavy it felt on his tongue, how it tightened and grew impossibly harder as he orgasmed. Wow, Tight. I think that he's transferring. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's going to be bottoming. Wow. He doesn't bottom. I don't know if they've ever had an alpha. Mm-hmm. Ian hung. Okay, he didn't do that. He didn't. He didn't do that. Rubbing his thumb across his lip as the last bit of incredible slick trickled down it. Tasty. Okay, no, stop it. You're making it so bad. It's really no, it's a work good. of art. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I'll appreciate your art. More. Thank you. Before he could stop himself, Ian was unbuttoning the fly of his jeans. Alpha already, oh, his alpha already, all ready to take exactly what it wanted. Yeah, because you can talk about, like, their alpha as, like, a, a separate entity of them. Oh, so, like, his dick is a different human. Right. <laughs> okay, he watches the Omega kicked off his pants, and there was, he was still restraining his ankles. I'm into ankles. I guess so. Who knew? And grinned at the puddle of slick forming under him <sighs> on the off-white tumbled marble countertop. Mm. Okay. <sighs> when his sister walks in after this whole scene, she's like, you are repulsive because the whole bathroom's covered in, like, cum and slick. You're eager, Ian pointed out the obvious grinning as he dipped two digits into Omega's mess entry? Messy entry. So two digits means two fingers? Two fingers right in there. It's messy. You want to fuck this tight hole, don't you? Mm-mm. The Omega's <laughs> breath stuttered as he closed his eyes. I feel like people are going to take that clip from this podcast of you going, you want to fuck that tight, this tight hole, don't you? Mm-mm. And make it like... Their ringtone. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I asked you a question, Omega. Yeah. <laughs> You're <laughs> getting stated, it. stated, trying not to be too forceful with the needy creature. Yeah, Omega. You called like, him you a creature. Yeah, you can't like talk to... like. Like, they get offended really easily. The last thing Ian wanted to do was be too harsh with the brunette and ruin the sizzle of their encounter by making him cry. Yeah, they cr- 
cry. Oh. Like, during sex and stuff. Like, you can't, like, insult an Omega during sex or they, like, are shamed. Yes, he answered. So Omegas are basically cancers. Wow. Like, cancer zodiac signs. I wouldn't know. I'd never run with one. Gnawing his lip nervously. I want you. To do what? Ian prompted, getting harder by the minute. The Omega was hot. Not just Omega hot, either. Alpha hot. Yeah. Wow. Wow. He looked like an alpha, with his ass and the smell of an Omega, rubbing his hands up the sides of the brunette's torso. His skin was feverish, and pale cheeks were blushing crimson. Yeah. Ian noticed that the Omega seemed to be in the midst of an epic internal battle before he muttered, Kiss me. Because they don't, he don't want to kiss, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't want to, like, oh, give himself up like that. Oh, they can't touch each other. No, they can touch each other, but, like, it's, like, a little bit of, like, he... he I always write a repressed person, so he's a little repressed. Of course he wanted to be kissed. He was an Omega. Resting his hand on the hottie's scalding cheek, Ian leaned down to press his lips against his soft, pillowy hair. Hair? Pear! Yeah, I was like, I don't... I never called it hair pillowy. What is a pillowy pear? Of lips. Oh, okay. His pear. pear. You mean like nutsack or something. <laughs> the tea bag, it comes later. <laughs> oh, great. Ian sighted, sighed as the Omega feverishly licked his way into his mouth, his tongue tempting Ian to tumble around with it. The Omega saliva. To write the word saliva. Yeah, because like it's really sweet, right? Is that what I wrote? Like everything about him is like sweet. Was as saccharine. Saccharine, sweet. Oh, I'm really not that advanced in grammar. It's like it's just like I come up with a lot of weird shit, you yeah. know. It's as fine. the rest of his fluids, and though Ian wasn't as vicarious kisser. Ferocious. Oh. Oh. Yeah, probably. Um, he enjoyed the taste enough to keep the connection. Wow, okay. I feel like that's a good point. Yeah, um, it's wild, right? Wow. Why are you looking at me like you're judging me? <laughs> you're looking at me like you've never seen me before. Like, why? I, so it's kind of, it kind of is like, um, I don't know, uh, What's the word? Like, instinctual porn? Animal porn? Like, it's animalistic. Animalistic, yeah. It's like, I think that people really like the dynamics because it's all about the the journey. Do you know what I mean? Like, whenever I write, there's a motivation. Okay. So, like, the motivation would be that the alpha in this situation had to, like, realize that there's a benefit to some softness. And the Omega, I'm talking about the whole, the whole story. Yeah. And the Omega needed to learn that there was, um, that he can let himself go and be who he is and it doesn't make him weak. So I think that there's so like... a whole character development. Yeah. I never just like write things without having any sort of character development. Now I would say that ABO isn't like my bag. Like I'm yeah. not, that's like not like my general thing, but it was fun. It's fun to write. Like it's like fun. It's weird. You know, I love that. Wow. So do you have like a thesaurus for all of these terms that you've learned, like slick and 
Oh yeah, um, like I've read a, I actually did a good amount of research about this because really you're not born with this knowledge. Right. Like I wasn't like it's not like you can just like watch like AVO porn and like understand it though. Cuz it do doesn't you find the time. You know, I actually wrote like as far as like fan fictions go, I probably wrote 11 full-length novels within a year. And then um, I turned some into actual novels, you know, changed the names, changed some of the um, characters out um, and made them different in some sense, at least physically. Um, but I write like at night for like hours, like I write for Your hours. Your kids go to bed relatively late. I know because, but that's a, like that's a newer thing. Like they, mm. I used to be able to get them down like earlier, and then I would like just sit with some wine and write a little bit of like listen to my music. Like I always wow. listen to music really high, like when I'm writing in my headphones. Wow. Like I can't write without my headphones, and then I, you know, made a night of it. Start doing your slick. Start slicking it up. Does your husband read any of this? No. He, like, he actually turned to, like, one page in Bleeding Like Me, and it was when um, Jackson was doing... No, Evan was doing a line of cocaine out of Jackson's asshole, like an eight ball. Like, he did a full eight ball out of his asshole. And... Um, did he, like, the rest of it, did he, like, push it in? I, I, you could probably get high. Yeah. Could you? I, I think know. you could because like I remember that there was like maybe it was an urban legend of like girls putting alcohol on their tampons. Yeah. Because like the like tissue would like allow oh, them I've heard to of get that drunk. One, but I just don't know about the cocaine. Well now I need to know if you can shove cocaine somebody call in. Somebody <laughs> call in. <laughs> can I get a caller? Um do we have a doctor out there? Yeah. Can you shove cocaine up someone's hole in order to get them high? Well, um, I want to go into our next topic with that. Oh, this is actually like a really nice topic. And like, I really feel almost guilty yeah. in the, on this segue. So let's do like I like our segue. Okay. It's the squirt alert. So this is the squirt alert. <laughs> squirt alert. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Daily squirt. Um, the daily squirt is where we kind of talk about something that's, I have no idea. We just call it the daily squirt because we're weird. But like, yeah. um, something that we read or saw. Um, in the news that yeah. spoke to us. So I brought up this squirt alert to Cameron this, this morning. Um, yesterday was Miami Pride, or this weekend, I would say. Um, yeah, it was the like full a weekend. Day. Yeah. So um, I was cruising my Twitter this morning and I saw that um, Dwayne Wade's son, um, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union's. Okay, so he's Dwayne Wade's son and Gabrielle Union's stepson, Zion, is 11 years old, um, and he has come out as gay. Well, I don't know if he's come out as gay. They're saying gay, but I don't, I've don't. i never seen a statement whether he's gay or pan or bi or whatever. Or right, but I I'm think just at saying, 11, you don't really have to release a statement. No, no, no. I'm not saying it was a statement, but like I just don't want to misquote. Like if he, the right. media is calling him gay. I don't know if he considers himself gay. Or he just wants to go to a pride. No, he is, he's somehow in the community. Okay. I just don't know if he's bisexual, pansexual, whatever. Okay. Um, so what is wonderful is Dwayne Wade is this like big deal NBA player, Gabrielle Union, an actress. Um, and they took pictures at Pride of Zion um, and Dwayne couldn't be there, unfortunately, um, but he still po he still supported his son by posting photos of his son, Zion, and stepmother, Gabrielle, Union, at Pride, 
Um, and the kid is so cute. He's wearing like a pride ribbon. Um, By the way, they're at Miami Pride. I love Miami Pride. I did Phoenix Pride this year. Wasn't the same. Right. Um, Miami Pride's big. Yeah, it's like a whole nother thing. They had a Ferris wheel this year. I saw from friends. Oh, awesome. I have a lot of friends back in Miami. Um, yeah, it's a great experience. I'm glad they went. Yeah, it's so, and like, so there's this picture of Gabrielle, and they're all wearing their rainbow stuff. Can we talk about how she's wearing her husband's merch, too? Yeah, it's so cute. Yeah. Um, He wrote, we support each other with pride on the Instagram story, which is adorable, with with two hearts um, on his wife and on his son. And then there was like a whole group, a big family, it looks like. Um, and Dwayne Wade wrote, Zion has his own cheering section today. Wish I was there to see you smile, kid. Beautiful. Great. And then Zion's older brother, Zare, I think you that's how you say yeah. it. Um, he is wearing a pink terry shirt that says Cassie Athena. And um, Zion's holding a rainbow flag and a little heart. Um, and it says, it's a fa- and the Dwayne Wade wrote, it's a family thing. Um and that's pretty, like, I think it's monumental in a way. It shouldn't be monumental, but I do think it's monumental for several reasons. One, um, the NBA hasn't been known to be really inclusive right. of LGBT people. Right. Um, and uh, I think it's just a really, really great step that a parent with yeah, that I much mean, influence. Their background, first of all, being somebody who's... Uh, in the spotlight. Right. Um, being somebody who's a professional athlete. Right. And I, I mean, uh, being somebody who's in the, you know, pe- people of color community. I know right. a lot of people who are people of color, their backgrounds usually don't um, embrace LGBT. No, I think that I've been, I've been looking and kind of following it on um, several people on Twitter because I'm very interested in being an advocate for the community as a whole. Right. Um, and I'm also an advocate for, you know, use your privilege to right. speak out for people who are not Absolutely. heard. Um, and it's very, very clear to me, um, just in my research, um, that um, a lot of cultures such as um, African-American culture, Latino culture, um, that it's not as accepted to be gay. Right. Um, it's, it's a little bit um, tougher to come out in some cases. So I think the fact that... So putting African- all three of those together, yeah. it's amazing to see a family like that just like publicly supporting. Right. And I think that it's great for several different communities. Yeah. You know, and, and because it would be great if eventually it was one big community of just like humankind. Um, <laughs> I think that that's like kind of what it's working towards. But, um, but the issue comes from all of the the commenters and the Twitterers and all of that saying that uh, this boy who they're supporting, this family is 11. And from what you've seen, they, they think he's just too young to be um, divulging in this community. Well, they think that, yeah, they think that like, yeah, how could he know who he is at 11? Right. And my take on this is very much well. I want to know your take, obviously, because you, how when did you know that you were gay? Um, so it was actually very interesting. Um, I think when I was growing up, I you know, there's a debate between born this way and raised to be that way, and nature versus nurture, right? And I, I think when I was younger, I was very interested in like my classmates. Um, you know, I grew up on an island, so there was a lot of pretty blonde boys and stuff, and, like, just 
you know, when you're six, just, like, well put together little boys. So, like, I was like, wow. Like, and I thought maybe, like, I was jealous of them. Right. Because they had pretty hair and tan skin and, like. And you're like, wow, they're so handsome. Right. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe I need to, like, be like that. And I was, like, six years old or something. I think I'm in, like, first grade or kindergarten or something. And, yeah, I remember being really, really just, like, obsessed with, like, maybe, like, I, I didn't know, like, I wanted to be friends with them or, like, whatever. And I wasn't that, like, cool of a kid either. I was kind of dorky. Really? Yeah. And I was super, like, um, like, I had a father who always thought he was always right. So I would, like, I was, like, kind of, like, that person in class that was, like, well, my dad said oh, that you're God. wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're that kid. Okay. Yeah. I think my mom broke that pretty quickly. But yeah. that, that's how that went. And I remember just being, like, jealous. And then also, like, the the underwear section of, like, any department store. Yeah. It was really, like, I would just, like, walk down. You were like, whoa. Yeah. Those are some abs. Because the, bul- the bulge pictures, yeah. you know, were out. Yeah. But, like, I didn't understand. Because, like, at that age, you're not thinking about, like, your sex life. Right. Well, that's the whole thing. It's, like, not right. sexual. And you're not even thinking about, like, really dating or anything i mean you're in like first grade like you don't know right um, how could you know so that's but then i think what what grade are you in when you're 11 a uh, sixth grade i think really yeah fifth or sixth so i think i told friends in like eighth grade that i was like some level queer right but this is you know i'm very young like this is a different time right than the 90s or something Right, but, okay. But, this was, like, the early 2000s. But you knew, like, so then when you were, like, beginning to explore sexually, you were like, yeah, it's men. Yeah. Yeah, so. I'm thinking back to sixth grade, and I definitely was having, like, girlfriends and things like that. But I was also having very, like, homoerotic experiences. Of, like, yeah. Bo- the boys were starting to jerk off at that time. Like, it was just a very interesting time for me. I think I definitely knew, like, at that point that I was some level of homosexual. But you didn't know you were, like, fully? Well, you have to think that, like, um, there wasn't really, like, it's it wasn't 2019. Right. You know, like, there wasn't, like, oh, well, if you're gay, this is um, what's out here for you. Okay, so you were kind of, like, well, I know I like guys, but, like, maybe I like something else as well. I'm not sure. Maybe, I don't know, maybe there's something wrong with me. I don't know. Ugh. Yeah, so it's, like... Um, but I think now, you know, you see you're in sixth grade and... Um, I mean, he's 11. Right. Zion um, Wade is 11. And with social media, like, there was there was not Facebook or Instagram or anything like that. So... You, there was no co- way to find a community. Right. And we didn't have, like, you know, we had flip phones and stuff. Right. And they were for, like, your parents to call you. Right. So there was no, like, way to, like, look at it. I couldn't even imagine nowadays being in sixth grade and, like, jumping on Instagram. Right. And all of a sudden you, like, see, like, what a blessing, though, to, like, see, like, cute boys, like, hugging and, like, it's not weird. You know? Like, where you're like, wow, like, this does exist. Like, it it occurs. It's, like, everywhere. And um, it makes it more accessible to, like, feel like a part of So I think at my age, um, you know, if I – my time when we were coming around at like the time of MySpace and flip phones that like if I could tell that I'm gay, there's no like there's no reason why this kid can't. Exactly. And like I think that anybody who's like, oh, 11 is too young. Um, I like know I knew that I was like into guys at 11. Like it wasn't like shocking right. to me. Um, I think that there's. That brings up a really good point. What? Of like, you know, like 
like straight people. Oh yeah. Um, they're they're always like, oh, like to my kids, to, to kids and things. They're like, oh, you know, oh, they have a crush on him. Like, or like, is that oh. your boyfriend? Like, yeah, little, they like... do that thing, and then they do that. Like, oh, he's he's just being rude because he's he's into her. Right at like four or five. Right. So like, really, then fuck off with that. That they wouldn't know at eleven. Right. Um, they're just not used to hearing a kid have a voice at eleven right. and like feeling confident to say what they're standing for. And like, here's the deal. Zion or any other 11-year-old kid doesn't need to be like, I am gay. If he is gay, great. Right. If he, Whatever he is, whatever, he has a lot of time to figure out what level of, you know, queer he is. Mm-hmm. And like, could he be pan? Could he be bi? Transgender? You don't know what anyone is. Um, but I think that they can totally um, begin the exploration and like the idea that he's beginning it with enough confidence to be at pride, right. whether he, he is solidly like, yes, I'm a hundred percent, you know, gay, right. whatever it is. I mean, percentages. Well, and that brings up the topic of like people feeling a need to find a label. Right. Which we talked and about. It's crazy to me. I worked at, uh, a lot of different organizations and LGBT centers and like the list of labels especially when you get into like sexuality and gender is like there's pansexual and there's like intersex and multisexual and like there's just and I think it's great that people can find a label that they identify with but there's like just so many that you can pick from I think it's like 20 or something probably even more Um, and it's like there's such a rust to need to find one Right. And I think it does, like, I think we were talking about it a few weeks ago, and it does, if you have a label, it's easier to define it and understand it to people who don't understand. Yeah, tell other people this is, like, how I identify. But there's just not a need to, like, rush to go find out, like, and put a label on yourself. Right. And even ever, you know, you don't have to. Of course not. And, like, and if he identifies, I'm gay, then he's gay. Right. And then if, if in 10 years he's like, oh, I'm pan. Mm-hmm. Then he's pan. You can like grow and change and be whatever you are right. based on how you feel at that fucking moment. Mm. Preach to that. You know, Preach it's just that. like crazy to me that it would be um, that they're saying he's too young to know anything. He knows that he wants to be at Pride and that he has a great family who supports him. Mm. So fuck off. Yeah. He fuck has off. his family. And like, they're doing way better than those people who are commenting, so. Right. They're fine. They're fine. They're fine. And you know what? I hope that, like, more parents take, you know, they, they're influencers. I hope that more people take their influence and treat their kids like they're treating their son. Right. And younger brothers there. That's pretty awesome, too. He's Game out by there. example. Well, now that you've made such a great statement, I want to bring you down. Uh, oh, awesome. To our next Thank segment, you. which is called My BFF Said. Yeah. Um... I'm looking on my list. Don't <laughs> I'm coming back to my list. I don't know. Um, this is an interesting one because we're talking about cars. Oh, and I screwed up recently. I got a, um, a BMW and I thought, you know, I've had a Mercedes before that required premium because it's like new and turbocharged and whatever. And I was like, oh, you know, premium gas, it needs that. But I'm thinking like, oh, an old car, like I don't need to buy that fancy stuff. And then I'm driving around, and I start getting, like, 10 miles per gallon. That's, like, not a lot, evidently. No, it's not. You yeah, don't... I didn't know. I was, I had no idea. No, that's, like, what the U-Haul got. 
Wow. Yeah. That was a train wreck of a U-Haul for you. Yeah, it was. So it was, like, really bad. And I explained to her, I was like, well, yeah, it was bad. And she's like, well, I just, I don't know what you're saying. I have no idea what you're talking about. No clue. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, when you have higher grade fuel, it basically just means that it's harder to blow up. And you're like, you oh. don't blow up or you're going to catch on fire. I was like, no, like gas blows up in your engine. Like that's how there are like mini explosions happening. I just thought it like it was a very like easy flow of like, ooh, I have gas, so I'm gliding. No. I didn't realize there was so much turmoil going on underneath of me. <laughs> Why do you think it's so loud? I don't know. Just zoom, zoom. So there's like different sizes so there's like four six twelve and that's like how many chambers i'm how many... legit already bored like do you see me glossing over <laughs> like i'm sitting here like explosion chambers I, like, you so have bored by this okay so mine's a six so i have six chambers of explosions it's going on it's not an eight <laughs> it's not an eight i, I know that a four was. i used to roll on a four. Oh, right? really is that like yeah it's like my, my mercedes was a four. Oh, really yeah okay so it's like, um, you know, how many how many chamber explosions you have? And I was like, yeah, I put it in the wrong fuel. You're about to have a chamber explosion with your Starbucks. <laughs> Honestly, I'm already feeling grungy down there. Yeah, oh my God, it's wild. Anyways, I feel like I'm just boring everybody at this point. I'm glad that you recognize it. But the dumb shit that you said is that, like, you, you didn't know that, like, fuel catches on fire inside your engine. How many people do? Like, I bet that there's people listening and they're like, Let's Whoa, do a poll. What do they do? Okay, let's take a poll. Let's get a caller. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Just joking. We don't have Is Mary Poppins coming online? <laughs> Hello, it's me, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Mary, you're good at a British accent. I'm not. Here's the stupid shit that Cameron said this week. Oh, no. it's not. This is actually not the stupid shit that this said. It's just my BFF said. So here's the parentheses stupid shit my BFF said this week. We're sitting around yesterday, and Cameron's 21st birthday is coming up, so he's going to have his first drink of liquor. Um, right. I'm really excited to be there for it. Basically, he's like, you know, and I said, you know, we need to make sure that before we go to the club, because we're, like, going to the club, like, it's going to be, like, a big event. Yeah. Um, before we go to the club, I said, you, we need to make sure that we, like, pregame a little bit. Like, you don't want to, like, get to the club and just, like, be, like, throwing down their watery drinks. <laughs> this and, is a bad moment. Uh, and Cameron's like, yeah. He's like, you know what we really need? And I was like, what? And he's like... Okay, don't make me sound like... <laughs> I made you sound like such a douche. Um, he's like, what? And I was <laughs> And I was like... He's like, we really need to have uh, disposable flasks that you could like bring in your pocket and then throw away. And I'm like... I okay. thought that was a great idea. It's a, it's not a great idea because, like, the turtles, okay, that's, like, not great for our environment. And maybe you would get biodegradable ones that you could, like, dig a little hole outside of a club and, like, bury so that they, like, compost and shit. But, like, that ain't it. So right. then I said, well, he's like, well, it would just be able to, like, have, you know, being able to, like, have things be, tr like, able My to travel. Theory, and this is always what I experience when I'm ready to go out to the club. Which I never did because right, I'm not, you're not of 21. Yeah. Um, we would drink copious amounts at right. someone's apartment, and then we would all get into an Uber, yeah. and then just sit there and not be able to drink in the Uber. So what you're doing is sobering. So we were sobering. Sobering. And you couldn't that. bring a flask because then you know you would get 
you know, search before you go in the club and they wouldn't let you bring in a flask, you'd have to throw it away. And there goes your $15 metal flask. Okay, okay. So that's where I, that's so where I, okay, I was so like, you didn't bring I, up the searching before. So I like, would I, create a disposable flask that you could drink in the Uber, which now I'm thinking having an open container in someone else's car is not the best idea. No. Um, and then so when you get to the trip. door at the club, you could throw it away. And then I was like, wow, this is such a great idea. And then I remembered that there's like water bottles. Like, well, yeah, well, let me, that there's like other vessels, but they also have like these things that are like Gogurt, you know, like the yeah. tube of yogurt, but they're alcohol. Wow. So you could like get little shoddies. Do you know what it's I like want to get for shots? you? Do you want to uh, get for you for your birthday? Just you know there's chocolates that have shot. alcoholic. Yes. Okay. I'm working on it. You know there's chocolates that have um, hard liquor inside of them? Yeah. They're an experience. I want you to bite the top off of it, spit the chocolate out the window, and suck down the liquor. That's what I want for you for your birthday. I think that that's what somebody does on the way to rehab. Oh. Well, I am glad that they're at least taking care of themselves and going. So, <laughs> muzzle. Um, I think that, like, eventually in the upcoming shows, we'll have to talk about what actually happens on your birthday. And then we have, like, an award show coming up. We'll talk about our award show oh, situation, too. We have to talk about the fashion. We have to talk about the whole the whole deal. More to come. There's a lot to come. Okay. Well, bye. That was fun. Bye. Yeah, bye. Thanks. Oh, yeah, we're supposed to say thanks. Thank you. Thank you. For listening. For being you. You're beautiful. Mm. Just the way you are. Okay, I'm ending this. Bye.